Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, May 26th, 546 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures down 12 and a quarter at 760. December corn down 10 at 713 and a quarter. July soybeans up three quarters at 1681 and three quarters. November soybeans down a half cent, 1512 and a quarter. July Chicago wheat down 28 and a quarter at 1120. July Kansas City wheat down 26 at 1207 and a quarter. July spring wheat down seven and three quarters at 1272 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave me a comment. Let me know what's going on in your neighborhood in regard to planting, lack of planting, all of that sort of stuff. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. My morning email has been going out about 5.45 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every every overnight headline you need to be aware of, all of my grain marketing recommendations, a ton of web info. Uh, This package includes my daily subscriber-only videos. Yesterday, I sent my video out very early. Uh, I talked about this Russia-Ukraine situation, the potential for Russia allowing exports uh, to flow finally out of Ukrainian ports. So I do a lot of analysis in these videos, but also breaking news uh, when it's uh, relevant. So this was out early yesterday. If you guys are interested in this premium content, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. So these back and forth headlines regarding Ukrainian grain export possibilities circulate. So this was the headline from early yesterday. Russia ready to set up corridor for ships leaving Ukraine with food uh, with conditions, of course. And the conditions are that, you know, Russia kind of said yesterday, hey, we'll allow Ukraine to export grain. But we want some of these sanctions lifted. And and that's a big if. Is the West interested in lifting sanctions at all? We haven't really heard much uh, at this point. Now, this morning, the story appears to have changed a little bit. Um, ahead of a meeting with senior UN officials slated for this week, Russia's UN ambassador said this. We are prepared to export fertilizers and grain from our ports to the world market. But then he talked about Ukraine. He said this, I think that should be negotiated with the Ukrainians, not the Russians. Western officials, of course, say that any access to Ukrainian ports would require a Russia, a Russian agreement, of course, or Russia to agree on it. Um, the UN's secretary general continues his effort to broker some sort of deal with Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, the U.S., the European Union. In in order to move this stuck grain out of Ukraine. Uh, the Ukrainian foreign minister told the World Economic Forum in Davos this week, you could not find a better example of a blackmail in international relations. So the headlines are developing here, but I think the fact of the matter is that Russia uh, has some leverage here when it comes to Ukraine and the grain situation. And if they're going to allow grain to ex- to flow out of those Ukrainian ports, they're going to want something in return. And I'm just not sure if the West is is prepared to lift sanctions because it really feels like the situation is going in the opposite direction. But uh, never say never here. I would probably venture to say 
that this story in itself uh, may have spooked some speculators from the market. You know, there's a lot of large and small speculators who are long uh, the wheat market, as an example, just because of this situation in Ukraine and Russia. So when they see headlines like this, could they be spooked from the market? Could they exit some some long positions? I suppose that's a possibility. Uh, we never know exactly who is buying and selling on a given day and, and for what reason, but uh, that's a strong possibility in my opinion. U.S. ethanol production improved last week. Weekly output, uh, 1.014 million barrels per day. That was up 2.3% on the week, uh, about flat versus the same week last year. I suppose that in the post-COVID era, this is kind of like a normal level of production, although this number is down uh, 5% versus the same week in 2019, which is your last uh, pre-COVID uh, year, of course. Ethanol stocks declined to 23.7 million barrels. Uh, ethanol stocks are now the highest on record from a seasonal stand point, eclipsing the previous record from 2020. Ethanol production margins are still very much positive across the Corn Belt for the most part when you use spot margins of corn, uh, ethanol, DDGs, and inputs. The Fed raised, or didn't raise, the Fed released, released uh, minutes from its May meeting yesterday. Uh, the meeting was held on May 3rd and May 4th, so this is just uh, uh, the minutes from that meeting. Uh, essentially, they continue to hold support for half-point rate hikes in both June and July. That support remains intact. Financial markets at this point have fully discounted those moves. Now, beyond that is a little bit more of a wild card. The Fed says that it could move beyond a neutral rate and toward a more restrictive rate if inflation is not on a convincing path toward their 2% target. So the Fed wants to see inflation at 2%. Now, if we start moving toward 2%, um, they, they could pause the rate hikes. We don't need to be at 2% is what they're saying. Um, policy, policy beyond June and July, we know these half-point hikes are coming the next two months, but beyond that, uh, they're off in August, and then they meet again in September. What happens in September will be highly dependent on inflation rates, financial conditions, all of that stuff. So there were no big surprises in those minutes. Um, I think this is pretty much what was expected. And I think we all kind of know what's going on here with the Fed uh, at this point. Now, on the inflation front, uh, gasoline to, uh, gasoline prices hit a record high yesterday, 460 per gallon nationally, according to AAA. That's a record high. Now, gasoline demand is declining, probably due to high prices. EIA reported that implied U.S. gasoline demand was down 2.5% on the week and down 7.1% versus the same week last year. This is the second lowest seasonal demand print in regard to uh, U.S. gasoline since 2013. Only 2020 uh, was lower for this given week, and that was when we were kind of in the full swing of the COVID panic. So you're going to need to see reduced demand in order to cool off prices here. Uh, diesel prices hit uh, a record high last week, 558 per gallon was early last week, and they've kind of leveled off since. So this is uh, maybe, I, I don't know, I guess it's a step in the right direction in regard to uh, cooling off gasoline prices. This is all still very bad for inflation, though. Um, these diesel prices in particular are, are inflationary in themselves. Uh, everything that we uh, buy at the store or uh, comes to our house on an Amazon truck or whatever, I mean, most of this stuff runs on diesel fuel at some point in time, and it's it's kind of lagging. So I think that as diesel prices rise, you're going to see the the impact on prices maybe a little bit further down the road. So uh, taming inflation is going to be a tricky, tricky deal. We have an export sales report this morning. It'll be out at 730. Old crop corn sales are expected 150 to 500,000. New crop corn sales expected 200 to 800. Soybean sales for old crop 200 to 800 expected, 100 to 600 expected for new crop soybeans. Uh, old crop wheat sales should be next to nothing, 100 to 400 expected for new crop. Uh, remember guys, the grain markets are 
closed on Monday in observance of the Memorial Day holiday. Uh, following a normal close tomorrow, uh, we will reopen Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Time. Cattle market was uh, marginally lower in live cattle, mixed in feeder cattle yesterday. Uh, cash trade has been 140 in Nebraska and 137 in the South so far this week. The U.S. dollar marginally lower. Uh, S&P is 12 points higher ahead of the cash open. The Dow is up 115, trying to find some footing in the stock market here. Uh, the bonds are up a little bit. Gold's down three bucks. Crude oil up 97 cents, 111.29 in the July WTI contract. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you Friday.